Highlights out of control. It's out of control. Oh, I like it. It's a, <laughs> it's a little it's a lighter. Bob. It's a bob. It's about the same length, but the color is uh, blonder. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not as blonde as you, though, my dear. No. I'm a natural. <laughs> <laughs> see the natural white coming out a little bit there? <laughs> nice to see you. It's very cozy in here. It's like the lights are dim, and it's Novembery and... I'd love to have a little fireplace. Oh my God, I've been thinking about that. I would love that. Those little, you know those ones that are kind of like the Scandinavian yep. modernist types? I would love that. Yeah. So um, okay. remember a while ago in, I guess it was in June before we broke for the summer, we were talking about keeping a journal. So I've actually been doing that and I thought I would give you a little progress report. It's actually, it started off a little rough, like I would do it, you know, and then forget and do it in another week and da da da. Yeah. But I'm actually getting to have a pretty good practice of it. And I find like, especially when I'm a bit intimidated about stuff that I'm writing, I have a real, I wouldn't call it writer's block, but I just tend to like procrastinate and it's kind of agonizing and stressful. Um, But I found just that like little bit of just writing out stuff completely uncensored at the beginning is actually quite helpful with kind of priming the pump a little bit. So are you talking about, you know, like I'm unhappy with my life, or are you talking about work? It's a little bit of both, but um, mostly what I'm interested in and like creative kind of stuff like that, but just really not censoring it at all. And if it doesn't make any sense, that's fine. That's fun to do that. Then you can go back and look at it. Mm -hmm. I think it's also a really good (laughs) way. And say, boy, was I ever crazy. But no, but I think it's good to go back and look at it. And then you can see maybe over the course of a year and see different things that really interest you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's the idea is like you just, you're kind of surfacing things that are almost in your subconscious and there are themes that connect them. Hopefully. Well, let's see. Right now it's mostly nonsense, but we'll see. So what's surfaced? Uh, just like concerns and interests, like things that I that seem to have some real heat, like in terms of because this is my big thing. I'm trying to think about what to write about next or what to do next, what my next project is. Yeah. So just like little ideas, nothing concrete yet, but um, but it's, yeah. it's a start. I'm thinking about doing a PhD. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Because I've already been accepted for a master's, but I don't. It was quite some time ago. I don't know if that still counts or not. Mm. Grades were good. Yeah. What I would was, you do in English literature? I think so, or maybe music. Oh wow! Because I've been doing a lot of this sort of thinking too. Not so much writing. I forgot about the writing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love music, and trying to think of the top three things that in my life that I really want to do. Mm-hmm. That's meaningful for you. and Yeah, yeah. before I do. die. <laughs> it's a little early for that. So the reason why I was mentioning this stuff about um, writing and rituals is because I came across this great profile of Philip Pullman. Do, yeah. Do you know him? And I'm not a person who really went down the whole young adult thing, even when I was a young adult. Yeah. Um, and I don't normally read... Did they read... have young adult things when we were kids? <laughs> the Secret Garden? Well, they had like, you know, Narnia and all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? Um, but I that really love good. Philip Pullman and the His Dark Materials yeah. uh, series, which was just fantastic. Anyway, I was reading this profile of him in the New York Times Magazine because he has a new series of books coming out so that's kind of exciting but the thing that really caught my eye was his routine for writing 
I loved is, it. Which is fantastic. It's worth just sort of citing some of the points in it. From 10 to 1, he sits at his desk and writes. He, he writes three pages a day in longhand. As he's fond of saying, habit has written far more books than talent, which is certainly true. Yep. And he has this space where no one's allowed to take a picture of it. Of all the profiles that have been done of him, no one ever takes a picture of it. And he has what he calls these sort of magic bits he says, I write more easily, more comfortably, with less anxiety if I've got my various magic bits on the table. A little scientific tool, there's a magnifying glass, and a special pen. I and have he, one of those pens. Do you? Yes. And he even had a certain kind of paper that he um, writes on, this stuff with two holes in the side, and then he discovered he couldn't find it anymore and he, he found he couldn't write with it any longer and he finally found um, some, some Canadian supplier Hilroy notebooks or whatever yeah. that uh, he got a new uh, cache of these uh, pieces of paper from but I thought that was fascinating like just keeping that ritual a bit, and yeah. a bit nutty <laughs> I don't want the nutty side like calling everywhere for like two whole paper yeah but, but it works for him yeah but if no kidding but yeah if you've got all of your things yeah mm -hmm. yeah your rituals do you have any rituals when you write Music. Really? Yeah. How can you write to me when there's music on? Instant instrumental? Uh, no. Really? No. Wow. Rock. Really? That's yeah. interesting. I can't write without music. Unless I'm outside. And I can't have music on when I'm outside and I'm right. writing. Like he, I like to write longhand. Mm -hmm. And I like to write three pages. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. And I have a Mont Blanc pen. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so cheap because the uh, refills cost so much, I hardly ever use oh. that. <laughs> but then I thought, oh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, because it's a beautiful pen in the way that it flows over the paper. Yeah. How can you not, you know, be brilliantly creative? Mm -hmm. So you do that and then you revise on the computer? Yep. Yeah, I've always done that. I especially, I love writing in the summer because I love going outside and sitting under my favorite tree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, and write for about two, three hours. I, I'm so self-censoring when I write, and I don't write fiction, of course, but I often have to use the Pomodoro method, which is that thing where you put on a timer for 25 minutes, because I find that if I focus on just writing for the length of time that I have to write on versus thinking about the quality of what I'm writing, it sort of seems to unblock stuff. I get less self-censoring when I do that. Well, I know. God, I'm a mess. <laughs> But it works. Now, I have... Did you want to talk any more about the no, magic? No, no, it's good. This stuff? is a very ascetic episode because you have a thing about fasting. Yeah. Well, I was away for the weekend with my brother, and he proceeded to do nothing but attack me about my diet. Mm. It mm -hmm. was, it's true, my diet is abysmal, but it was a three-hour attack. Oh, my. <laughs> so, But then I found... Um, the only thing that stopped it was when I started to cry. <laughs> It was bad. What's family for? This is something that is a new, it's a study from Harvard, and, and it's talking about how fasting can increase your lifespan, slow aging, and improve your health. How it works is it alters the activity of your mitochondrial networks, hmm. which is something inside of your cells. 
And I'd heard of that before. I was so pleased. Had you I barely remember grade 13 biology and doing the Krebs cycle, which I think has something yeah, to do with mitochondria, mitochondria and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So no. is it any kind of fasting, like or missing one, two meals a day? or? No, actually, there's a few different kinds. There's one that's very, oh, yeah, one thing is, is that it's very popular in Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah, I that's, bet. That's where it's really going. They have something that's a little bit easier. It's the uh, five to two diet. Okay, what's you that? Do, that's like five five days a week. You sort of you eat normally, like you try and eat well, but mm-hmm. then two days a week. Um, as a woman, you eat five hundred calories, and as a man, you eat six. Wow! And you have just like little tiny, tiny, tiny snacks. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea is, is that the mitochondria. We have to be very careful here, or I could be into a blah 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 <laughs> polymer story. But I liked what it said about it. It said they're little tiny. They're like little tiny power plants inside of our mm, cells mm-hmm. and the whole idea is to kind of establish them so that they reach homeostasis meaning there's not a whole lot of activity it's it's meant to keep your cells in a youthful state and they say it works hmm. i all guess right. it's because they're not working all the time yeah maybe i guess i can see why you know like from an evolutionary perspective why that makes sense because human beings would not always have had access to a super regular supply of food right so yeah, that's true. The idea that true. you would be supported over periods where you're actually on super limited amounts of calories. Look, there's food! <laughs> <laughs> but I have to do it all the time? Is that the idea? You yeah. can't just do it once and then that's it. Yeah. No, yeah, you no. can just do it once. and then I, I might try it just to get back at my brother and say I'm on this fasting thing. So does this support your dietary habits or is this an well, argument I, against I your of, dietary habits? Well, actually, I, I have two things. To get back at my brother. One is to go on this fasting thing, mm-hmm. and the other one is I'm going to buy a new dining room table and three really <laughs> beautiful chairs that I saw at the cartel store. Okay. <laughs> I said, if I have nice things, then maybe I'll care more about food. Mm-hmm. Because um, do you think most people care a lot about what they eat? You mean from a health perspective? Yeah. My family in Montreal, they're obsessed <laughs> with eating healthy stuff. Yeah. I think most people feel they ought to be concerned with that but yeah i have the option. i think most people continue continually feel like there's a trade-off it's either you're eating what you want to eat which is not particularly healthy or you're eating healthy but sort of holding your nose which yeah. i don't i don't actually think that's true when i'm happiest when i feel the best is when we're eating vegan for sure yeah i may try and pull back a bit on meat mm. but then what, where do you get your protein from beans and seeds and tofu and tempeh and cheese on the weekends. You can have cheese on the weekends. I like cheese. I don't know if I could do that, though. I'm more of a, like, eat little meals all through the day type of person. But you can do it like that, like two days. You know, it's only <laughs> six, only <laughs> five hundred. You can one pretend you're a man. One nut at six in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> one nut. That's, that's, that's a six a.m. nut. It's a ten a.m. Yeah. Pee. Pee. <laughs> well, maybe we can try it. Yeah. I, 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 it doesn't surprise me it's popular in Silicon Valley because they're all into those kind of ideas of hacks, right? Like body hacks and smart I have never too. heard of a body hack. No, there you go. Hey, I've learned something new. I've been reacquainted with the mitochondria. Well, I have some very good food for us to eat tonight. So. Oh, good. I would love to know if anybody um, is doing this kind of thing. I've heard people talk about doing occasional fasts. Do you do it? Do you feel any benefit of it? How do you stand it with your one six o'clock nut? <laughs> Let us know. Leave a comment at thesnipper.net. Please do. Bye. Bye.